Hi, and welcome to Under the Stairs, a Harry Potter podcast. Today's episode is going to be talking about the first Harry Potter book and the first chapter. We're going to go through the chapter and see if there's anything inside that you can kind of hint towards future books at, kind of like a deep dive of the chapter. So, I hope you enjoy. Starting off the chapter, we have Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of Number 4 Privet Drive, and they are... You know, Mr. Dursley's going to work at Grumming's. I think it's called. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's Grum something. But anyway, it's a terrible place. They make drills. It's super boring. No one wants to work there. And Mr. Dursley brags about how he yells at people. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go get a donut. And then, so he gets up to go get his donut. And he walks by a group of people in the street in robes, you know, wizard robes. And he's like... These guys must be collecting for something. And then he hears the name Potter. And their son. Ooh. So he... He freaks out. And he's like, oh my god. And he goes up to his house and he shuts his office. And he screams at his assistant. He says, don't disturb me. And he picks up the phone and he goes... And he waits. But he was about to call Aunt Petunia and be like... Yo... There, there's people. There's funny looking people. They're they're talking about they're talking about the Potters, huh? And so you know, he does. He decides not to do that anyway. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to ruin the day. He says. So he goes home, you know, and the cat that was there this morning is still there, which we know to be Minerva McGonagall. Anyway, cat's still there. He goes home and he's like, oh, there's owls everywhere. They're saying on the news and there's funny-looking people in cloaks, and, and he's like, maybe it could be some of her lot, you know? Them. But what he really wants to say is, people are acting like wizards today. What the what the heck is going on? What What's going on? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then he's like, you know, your sister, uh, her, they had a kid, right? And how old would he be? And she's like, oh, you know, our son's age. He's like, what's his name? Harold? She's like, Harry. And he's like, oh, Damn it, because, like, you know, now all of his worst fears are confirmed. He's getting put back into the world of wizards that he so desperately hates. And I feel like the only reason Opportunia hates him is because, as we know from reading the books, she wanted to go to Hogwarts, she just didn't get accepted. And Dumbledore was even like, nah, you, you can't come. So, thus grew her hatred for her sister who could go. So, that's about it for that part. So, as we know... They watch the news, they go to bed. Dudley's being a a wanker all day long, so he's asleep, everyone's asleep, and boom, just like that. Dumbledore appears out of nowhere and he's like, Hey, I, I what what are you doing on this wall? I was I was out partying. I was I was out partying, I got this lemon sherbet thing from this party. It's like a muggle treat. And what do you know? She's mad at him because she had to sit on a wall all day and he was out partying. And he was he was like, why would you sit here all day? You could have could have came with me. She was like, <laughs> gave him a big sniff. And then they're talking and turns out Harry, who we know, but anyone who's listening about this for the first time doesn't know. He's kind of like the. He's kind of like the golden goose of the wizarding world. And just no matter what you do to him, he just. He just can't die. He just, he's in, he just can't. He gets so lucky. But 
his parents are dead. They were killed by a dark wizard named Voldemort, which we're not allowed to say. Well, we are, because we don't care, but you know who, or the Dark Lord, or he who must not be named. That's a big one. So he killed Harry's parents because of this prophecy that said he would, you know, a boy born from a woman on July would would overthrow the Dark Lord, which could actually have been Neville Longbottom as well, but that isn't really talked about that much. Even though Neville kind of did defeat the Dark Lord, he kind of defeated his last Hallcrux and thus made him human again, so... I mean, we should really pour one out for Neville because, like, that was honestly, like, the coolest thing ever. If you saw the movie, that shot where he just slow-mo cuts that snake in half, it's honestly the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life in cinema. So, yeah. I, 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 I think it's canon to say that Neville, Neville was the real one of that movie. With that that slow-mo shot just stole the entire series from, from Harry Potter. But... You know, I digress. We gotta go back into the story here. So, they're talking about that. And then, boom! Out of nowhere. Here comes Hagrid. Rolling down on a big, dirty Harley Davidson. Making a racket. You know, there's... There's there's wind gusting. You know, he's pulling up. Revving the engine. He goes, sup? I got your baby here. Pulls out a bundle of blankets. And what do you know? It's that Harry Potter kid. The one that just... Everyone wants to kill, but they just can't. He's got a scar on his forehead, and it's in the shape of one of those uh, Superman symbols from grade three that you used to draw on a desk. That's kind of what, what it looks like. It's like the beginning of one. Or anyway, so he gets that done, gives him the baby. He's like, yeah, there was a... Had to pull him out of a wreckage, you know, but he's Harry Potter, so he didn't die. So, you know, a whole house collapsed on top of him almost. Met old Sirius when he was there, and he was like, you know, take my bike. I'm not going to need it. I'm on the way to go kill the crap out of Peter Pettigrew so and what do you know he does it he tries to kill Peter Pettigrew but as we know Pettigrew cuts off his finger doesn't cut it he bites it off and then he turns into a rat and he leaves after blowing up the street behind him with a spell which seems kind of not very Peter Pettigrew-ish considering we all know he kind of sucks at everything so the fact that he could kill 13 people with a giant big curse unless he just Sean and Cindy spell at a gas tank. But, you know, either way, it could be a plot hole. But I feel like, you know, the the main man, Joe, might figure out a way to dance around it, as she usually does when we find plot holes in all of her books. She's like, oh, it's because of this reason. Back in 1700, when he did this one thing, it influenced the entire family line to do that one thing. So, yeah. Thanks, Joe. You're a real help. Anyway, so he got the bike from Sirius. You know, he pulls up, making a racket, whatnot. Hands a blanket over. You know, he's like, oh, you got that scar? Well, can we do something about it? And Dumbledore, you know, being Dumbledore, is like, no, even if I would, I wouldn't. And he's like, I got a scar above my left knee. That's a perfect map of London. You know, I use it all the time. And it's like, well, you know, this isn't a map of London. This is a lightning bait bolt on his face yours is on your knee like this is on his face you're gonna he's never gonna be able to put his hair back or everyone's gonna be like bruh what's on your face hey he's gonna have to explain you know and then everyone's gonna treat him different because he's harry potter you know the one that vanquished the dark lord but 
what can you do? You're Harry Potter. That's how it is. So they take the bundle of blankets, they put it on the front step of number four Privet Drive, and they leave a letter, which, you know, explains what happened and whatnot, but you know, they don't care. They're they're muggles. They're like the most mugglest muggles that ever muggled. Terrible people. Just the worst. There's also a theory that the reason why they treated Harry so bad, because as we know, Harry was a Hallcrux that we learned from the last movie. He was in himself a Hallcrux, and we've seen what Hallcruxes do when they're in close proximity to a person for an extended period of time, as we've seen Ron and Professor Umbridge, well, no longer Professor Umbridge, Professor Wanker. But, um, yeah, so that was like a big theory that Harry was, they were so mean to Harry because, you know, he was a Hallcrux. But then that theory kind of got torn apart because he spent so much time with the Weasleys and his friends. And why don't they treat him like garbage? And they don't. So, what can you do? You can't have your cake and eat it too. You got to choose one side. So, I choose on the fact that Harry doesn't influence people because he has that human part of him. I feel like that's the same with the snake too. Like, if you spend time around the snake, you wouldn't get angry. And that thing was also around Ron's neck. Like, unless he and Harry were hugging 24-7, I don't think I'd see the difference. But, you know, what can you do? So, blah, blah, blah. It all gets done. You know, and then they, they're like, let's go party. You know, we dropped this kid off at this terrible place. And he's going to live here for the next however many years and get treated like total garbage. But, you know, let's go, let's go hit a feast. Let's go do this. And Hagrid's like, you know, nah, I can't. I got to go bring this bike back to this guy who's not going to be there he's going to be standing in the street laughing while there's an entire street blown up in front of him and then we'll call it a night so then they find then the dursleys find harry the next day apparently with the milk or something like that when petunia goes to put the milk cartons out she goes i think she like steps on it or something i'm not really sure she steps on him or kicks him or something or she, I know she's going to put the milk out. That's all I know. She's going to put the milk bottles out, and she finds Harry. And she's like, Ah! I found him! Why is he here? Send him back! And then, you know, she finds out, and then they're like, Well, I guess we'll keep him. In reality, they probably wouldn't have kept him, except for the letter that wrote to Petunia that said, Hey, if you don't keep this kid, he's going to die. Like, someone's going to come kill him. So you got to keep him here. And if you don't, your sister's probably going to hate you forever from the grave because you didn't keep her only son. So she's like, whatever, guess I'll keep him. And then we, we're done. We we're done that chapter, you know. Harry grows up in a house of misery for the next couple of years until we revisit the next chapter. So hope you enjoyed this teardown, and I'll see you guys next time.